Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 421. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, Stephanie. How are you? I'm fine, Cliff. How are you? I have never been better, and it gets better every minute of the day, baby. And do you want to know something that's funny? What? I gave that exact answer to Fred Firestein in, hold on, let me see if I can find the date, March 5th, 2011. I used those exact words when Fred asked me, how are you doing, Cliff, when you and I interviewed him for episode 31 of the Community Voice podcast. Okay. Well, the... So, so you're saying it became your catchphrase in 2011? I'm because not. Because I heard you tell the guy at the grocery store today. Well, I'm not saying that it began in 2011. I'm just saying that this catchphrase, unbeknownst to me, has been something that I have been saying for more than a decade. What do you mean unbeknownst to you? You don't know that it's the one phrase you say more than whatever? <laughs> no, I don't know that. I, I know that I say it in response almost every time somebody says, how are you doing? I typically give that response, but nobody really made a huge, well, you used to make a huge deal about it a lot when I would say, yeah, really? Sure. Whatever. Now I just roll my eyes. I think it's, (laughs) it's not, I can't think of the descriptive word that I want to use here. Well, use words. Unique. Oh, It's not unique to any, get like, I don't know, switch it up, you know? Sometimes I do switch it up. Sometimes I've never been better. It gets better every millisecond of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Every fraction of a second, it gets better, baby. Anyway, Michael Stelzner used to make a big deal about it. And it just, he just started making a big deal about it about three years ago. Maybe it's been four or five, but still it, it doesn't, I, I thought... The Cliff only, has no concept of the movement of time. I, I have lost the concept of the movement of time. That that's, that's fair enough. Speaking of the movement of time, do you remember when you and I got married about five years ago? <laughs> five and 20, maybe. <laughs> five and 20, I love it. So that's the first topic that I have listed here is that you and I have been married for... More than 25 years. Yeah. Because it's been Because 20, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. It actually has not yet been a full week, but yeah. So I have, I well, this happened for you a little bit earlier than me, but now I have been married to you on, like from the time I was born, I have been married to you for longer then I was single. Yeah. 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 A quarter of a century, Stephanie. Hey, at least you got it right this time. Why? Because last time you said it was like a quarter of a decade. Oh, no. A quarter <laughs> of a century. A quarter. Like, 25 years is huge. It is. And I enjoy being with you. As much as I ever have. And I think that is really, it, it, it's one thing to say, okay, congratulations, you guys have made it 25 years. But I know people who have made it, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years. I know people who have made it longer. And I don't know that their relationship is something that I aspire to. And, and not to make judgment on them. It's just that. It's different. It's different. It's not like what you and I have. And I'm not saying nobody has what you and I have. because we make our own rules. We do make our own rules. And we live in freedom. And we allow each other the freedom to be ourselves within our relationship. Yes. And you that's... You don't complete me. I complete me. Right. Yeah. You, you and were... that is a huge difference. You were not incomplete before we met. No. We simply 
complement one another. Mm-hmm. We each bring new aspects to the table that brings out the best in each of us. And sometimes maybe highlights some of the, the areas for growth. Sometimes maybe the worst. I don't know if I would call it the worst. Hey, pup, leave that ear alone. That's what I said. You heard me. Don't look at me like that. Anyway, we have our pup in the studio. In case you haven't figured that out yet. Stephanie. Yes. And anything else? I was that- just thinking our pup's always in the studio with us. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add to 25 years? No, like that's a big. It's, You're talking away I, from the microphone. I'm that's scratching why I, my eye. I need to get you a pair of headphones. I don't want a pair of headphones. I know you don't want a pair of headphones, but you need a pair of headphones to know when you're talking <laughs> off mic. I knew I was talking off mic, but I was scratching my eye mm. rather than taking it out with the talons that I call fingernails. Okay. So, um, no, like 25, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. And Megan told me, yeah, go ahead. On Tuesday, she said, she said, my friends can't wrap their minds around the fact that y'all are married for 25 years and you're as young as you are. Like, and I mean, we're still rather young. Yeah. Until I try to get my body out of bed in the morning and then I feel rather old. (laughs) But, um, but I'm proud of the I, I'm proud of the relationship that we have modeled for our children. Yes, I, I agree with that. They know that they know that we argue. They know that we not that we do it in necessarily in front of them. When when you say argue, but we have our they our know di- that we they have know, our they know that we disagree, and they know that we communicate we, with one another what our di- disagreements are. Because from and and I and that's what I mean. I would that's, argue that that's what argue means. But some people have that. No, that's ha- what I think. I that, know. Yeah, that's, but that's I'm just saying I mean, for our audience. I I, mm-hmm. I just want to clarify because some people when they hear the word argue, that means we're yelling at each other, putting one another down, blaming one another. No. And and for some people, that's what the that's word what, argue means. Okay, I and understand. I just wanted to clarify that you and I have done the. We've had our we fair share done, of arguing. We have done those things in that realm, but we we have. Had our disagreements about how we see things and how things ought to be, and we've been very clear in our communication with some with one another. There have been more. T- there have been times when we've been more passionate and other, than other times when we've been in a disagreement. But it has been ages since you and I have had like one of those old style like arguments like oh, where yeah. we where we would have a fight yeah a fight i don't even know what that looks like yeah it, it's been a long time because we learned how to communicate that is the key and so we disagree and we communicate and we work on an action plan and once that plan is in action it doesn't matter what side you fell on before the disagreement because there's an action plan yeah. It could be What's your way, it could be past. my way, it could be a compromise of the two, but you move forward. Yep. I agree. I love that we have modeled that for our children. Not that we're perfect. I, I don't want to And that's what they know and that's what they know. That, that that's one of the things that I love is that <laughs> there have I been know. times where you and I have had a disagreement and we're both on the wrong side of it. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's fun. That that that's you know that's the joy of life is it's not about getting it right it's about learning it's about growing, and if there's anything that I I most enjoy about our 25 years together, it I mean I enjoy all the good fun pleasurable times and stuff like that but I enjoy the growth the I what I what I look back I love that you and I have been we've been through some stuff we have. And by stuff, I'm using a filter for other language. <laughs> I'm following. <laughs> We've been through some stuff. And we made it through. And we grew. And it, it, it pressed us to our limits, or at least what we thought were our limits. So here's, here's my new favorite And then thing. we realized, quite frankly, we're unlimited. But. Here's my thing. So your word stuff is, is 
a filtered for another word, right? Yeah. Okay, but that other word would stand for fertilizer, correct? Yes. What does fertilizer do? It yeah. helps you grow. You cannot grow without the stuff of life. We've been through some manure. Yes. Yeah. And that is okay. And it, that is right. And you just keep going. And that's... So on our anniversary, we, ha- we went out to dinner and we sat down and we wrote down this list of the places that we've been in 25 years. And <laughs> at least he's snapping at the dog now and not me. Because earlier today he was snapping at me and I was like, oh, he wants to lose a hand. I think I'm hearing this correctly. Well, hold on. So first Leo. of all, Leo, leave that ear alone. No. I'm going to go get you a doggy cone for your head. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you're gonna you're gonna have the cone of shame. Our pup has allergies, and he is going at his ear like, and so he has like some sores and marks in his ear because while we're sleeping, he's like, "Oh, they can't stop me." Although sometimes he scratches so loud, we do wake up and stop him. Do they have some kind of cream that we can put on I'm his? I'm gonna ear? ask him the next time I take them, which is in just a few weeks. Okay. So. So I've been trying to condense my visits. Yeah, to, I understand because so, he's you're not an, a cheap pup. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you're one. You're among one of the most expensive Ravenscrafts. Right under Dad. Whatever. <laughs> so Stephanie, let me let's talk about your fancy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I like my fancy cheese from the UK. So what was I saying? You, oh, you're our talking list. About, oh, our wait, list. Wait, what's our list? Because before you get to the list, I want to explain the snapping thing. I, because because I didn't, cor- <laughs> I, know you I did, I did not correct you. Your it's, misperception it's, in the store today. It was more I was fun not, to go with that. I was not snapping at you. I, I know that you, we were going around, and, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go. Come on." You know, it's like he was snapping in, in a I, way and, to speed me up. No, was I was like, snapping. He needed to say, me to this, match his tempo. I, I was, wasn't moving fast. I enough. was simply. Audibly making a, this is the tempo that I, my, I'm operating Everyone at. Everyone should operate on my tempo. I know, I got it. You were snapping at me. <laughs> I think it was the fastest we've ever been through Kroger. You know, I was thinking as we were leaving Kroger that I <laughs> I enjoy our Sunday shopping yes. together. But as we were walking out of Kroger, I was like, man, now I remember that I have a headache. And I wanted to go over and get some ibuprofen so that Jane could fill her travel thing that she takes to work with her and i was gonna take some but i forgot because cliff rushed me through the store and sometimes i miss just the chance to go up and down every aisle and i don't have that when you're like let's go let's go here move to my tempo (laughs) (laughs) anyway 25 years the list go ahead so we made a list of um, places that we've been and things that we have accomplished in the 25 years and my absolute favorite thing that we've accomplished is the number of people that we proved wrong. Yes. This is this that, is an I mean, important it, it, step it in life. Be, it should be at the top of the, I mean, it's pretty far down on the list that we, you know, that we said that. Um, it is on our list, though. It is it? on, the, it's it's on, on our, my list. It's the final thing on because we made it a list of accomplished, proved a lot of people, people wrong. And um, so I think that I say... I say that when when people said that um, we were too young and that it wasn't going to last, and I'm like, they really didn't know me and did not understand my sheer stubbornness to be married one time. Yeah. Here's what many people who are listening to Family from the Heart don't know. And, and the diehard Family from the Heart fans who have been listening from the beginning. And by the way, thank you for sticking with this with all, through all of these years. They know this. But for those who don't, Stephanie and I met when Stephanie was 16 years old. Yes. And we got married one week, <laughs> seven days after her 18th birthday. Yes, we did. And I just, if you just think about that. I do th- we think. Have, we have three kids, two of them daughters. I think about it a lot. Yeah. Because Megan's almost 22, and I wouldn't say that I believe she's ready. Yeah. And you, you know what? That doesn't mean I would tell her if she was decided to, to get married that I wouldn't tell her it ain't going to work. I would support her and give her everything that she needed to help it work. Well, if, if I genuinely believed that the person 
was not worthy of her, that's different. I would tell her that. That's different. But I wouldn't say it just because she's 18. I don't think anyone believed that you were unworthy of me or that I was unworthy of you. Right. It was strictly an age thing. Yeah, it was just strictly an age thing. So there was a lot of people who made a lot of assumptions based upon the fact that, you know, we've been dating since she was 16 and and then all of us, which you were almost 17. I was. So, um, or were you? I was in April and I turned 17 in August. Okay, good. So it was about a year and a half that we'd been dating. And then one week after your 18th birthday. So a lot of people just made assumptions. There's just no way this can last. These these two don't know enough about life. And, and I'm like, <laughs> listen, you know, you don't understand. And, and when I say you, I'm not, I, I didn't have this conversation with any one person. But they did not understand the connection. The, the depth of the connection that we made between one another. Right. And it wasn't perfect. We were young. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. We were naive. We I were... wouldn't tell 18-year-old me to get married. The, well, 42-year-old. I, I, oh, I, don't, I don't think anybody should tell Shoot. anybody to get married. You know what I mean. Like, But it would, but it, it, I, I just, I look back and I, I'm like, I would do that all over again. Yeah. I, it's, if, it was if right. everything was the same. I believe you and I. I, it, as, I, I I believe there was a connection there. What do you want to say? I love that face. Oh, the sleepy pup. I'm yeah. so cute and the world should bow at my feet yeah. face when I'm sleeping. That's the one. Yeah. I he, love that yeah, face. He, oh, he's like, they're talking about me. He loves my couch and that little blanket. You know that? Yep. Well, that was the blanket he laid on upstairs on the, before you uh, stole it. Before so. I stole it. I love that blanket. He stole my Minnie Mouse blanket. I made myself a fleece Minnie Mouse blanket for the couch, and Cliff stole it for his couch in the office. I did, and and I use it a lot. I know. Anyway, so. So anyway, but yeah, it's just like there. I think we were. I think we. There's a special, unique connection, and that that we were drawn to one another. Because it, in all fairness, there, there's just no reason why we should have number one ever connected like because of our age difference we and stuff like that to. um and it, it just it just didn't seem right by any measurable reason for it to to work out there just seemed to be nothing in the favor of it except for the fact that in spite of the fact that you know you you're saying from your side mandy was trying to coerce you and Kurt and Mandy were trying to coerce me. I, w- I was having nothing to do with their coercion. I don't know how you ended up actually calling me and inviting me to the, your prom. Uh, but gosh, I, I, my, my first response, I didn't say to you. It's like, I didn't, I'm like, how do I say no to her without really hurting her feelings? And so that I. That is so funny because I would have just said no. Like, it, it's just. I know, no. and and I wanted to say no, but I was not, in, I had, in a million years, I never would have dreamed that a 16-year-old girl would have called me and asked me to her prom that day. I was caught off guard. <laughs> I've been catching you off guard ever since, so you're welcome. <laughs> and so, I'm like, I don't know how to answer this, and I'm on my way out the door, and I don't want to just, like, be mean, and so... I'll tell you what, can I call you back <laughs> so I can figure out how the heck to say no to you? And and that, and that I rehearsed with Kurt. I rehearsed over the next two to three hours while we were playing pool at this pool hall. And it's like these are, here's, here's the unlimited list of reasons of why this can't work out, shouldn't work out, blah, 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 and and I don't know. I called you back, and I think you and I ended up talking for a very long period of time, and I didn't say no. You did not. And in fact, I said, hey, you know, if we're going to do this, I'd like to meet you face-to-face first before we go out. And I'm like, why am I saying this? I what? think I called you on a Tuesday and or Monday. Monday or Tuesday. Is it April 11th, 1990? It was the 10th, April. 1995. Okay, I have the handwritten letters in my like handwritten and, journals of it. And our first date was on the fourteenth. 
I remember what I wore that day. But I don't remember much else. Anyway, and, and we talked, we, we had scheduled that first date. The two of us, we talked every day from mm-hmm. uh, like before we even went out. I mean, by the time you and I went out physically for our first date, we had already talked for hours, eight, 10, 12 hours. And I don't think that that's an exaggeration. I don't either. And those were the most enjoyable conversations I'd ever had in my life. Because I'm cool. (laughs) And then we went out and it's just like, I don't know. I I just felt, I mean, I was in love with you. I was thinking. And I realized at that time, I'm like, maybe this is infatuation. Maybe this is that. I, I don't know. But there's... There's something here I've never felt in my life before, and I always want to be with her. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Beauty and the Beast. There's something there that wasn't there before. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm also thinking that I forgot my fidget toy upstairs. Uh-oh. And, but what I was going to say before is that I, I thought coming up on our anniversary, I'm like, wouldn't it be fun to like recreate our first date to go to Olive Garden and order spaghetti and not eat it because you don't order spaghetti on your first date. The only thing I have to say for myself is that I had never been to Olive Garden before (laughs) because I come from a very large family. You can't feed that many people at Olive Garden. And well, I mean, you can, but you can't afford it. Um, and what did, well, jury duty, but I will never sit, but I will never sit, through that movie. Yeah, jury duty. I'm saying that was my experience up to that, yes, up to up that, to point. that point. And, um, jury duty. But I, I won't ever sit through that movie again. Yeah, that, that, was, that was terrible. Pauly Shore, <laughs> that was the most horrid movie that ever. That might be the only year he was popular. Yeah. 95. And we actually saw that at a movie theater we couldn't go back to because it was the showcase Erlanger movie theater. And we could go walk around Kroger. <laughs> That's where Kroger is. No. Grandma no. Road isn't where we saw it on. No, we in did not. Erlanger. I swear to you, we saw it at the one you go up the stairs, like the one on Wall Road where you walk up the stairs. No, we saw it at Erlanger Showcase. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, we'll go walk around the Coca Cola factory then. There you go. It's the Coca Cola factory. <laughs> All right. I swear to you, it was the other theater, but I I distinctly remember. That's fine. I only remember Olive Garden and, the, and sitting in the movie theater. I don't remember yeah. what. Yeah, it was. I have I have fond memories, believe it or not. Like some of my fondest memories of my dad, my biological dad. My fondest memories are that showcase Erlanger Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It, it's like because he used to t- he and I used to go see lots of movies and we always went to that movie. Theater. The last time I went to that movie theater. Yeah. Was with Megan and Matthew. She was in the second grade and he was in the first grade and they went on a field trip to see, it was at Christmas time and we went to see, um, what's it called? The Wonder Emporium, the Mr. Mr. Um, Magorian's Margor- one, yes, Wonder Mr. Emporium. Yep. And uh, that was the last time I was in that theater before it closed. In that theater, I saw E.T. for the very first time. Sorry. I saw Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, <laughs> I've never Rocky seen five, Rocky in Rocky, a movie theater. Rocky 6. I saw Pulp Fiction there uh, with my dad. That movie's terrible. <laughs> that movie is terrible. Um, oh, gosh. So many. So many movies I saw there. And my dad and I would sometimes go to the Florence one as well, which is no longer there in the strip. Anyway, so... Fun times. Yeah, so we proved a lot of people wrong. A lot of people, uh, for uh, for standard reasons, not knowing. Well, yes, but it, it makes me so. It makes me think about it. Having that thought and and proving a lot of people wrong. It just, I listened to what my parents had to say. Mm-hmm. Like my my parents, they're my parents. They know me. They um had valid arguments but there were people who were who were speaking negativity and and things of and it just makes me think about who you have 
the right to speak over or into the life of. Like, I talk to our kids. I I guide them, but I don't tell them what to do. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. They're, I mean, they're... Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, you don't. At this point, I don't. And so, to think... But but to think of like my nieces and nephews, who I don't really have, a lot of them are very young, and you know they're over there doing their thing with their with my siblings, and I'm over here doing my thing with my kids, and so it, it's not a very close relationship, which is kind of like how I grew up. I'm not close to my aunts and uncles, um, all of them. So to have like to think of myself as, as speaking into their life as you can't do that or that's not going to work or that's not a good idea or why would you do that? I would say I don't have that right. And so it, it makes me, when I think back to how, that, to how that time went in my life, it makes me think about how I engage with people now. Yes. I, I Does that would, make sense? Yes, but I would say... As a parent, until a, as a child, parent, it's different. I, okay, good. As a, I mean, not that I that you need my approval, but as a parent, until a child is eighteen years old, I think you do have a right to speak in and yeah. To, no, I'm to, not. Uh, okay. No, I'm not. So, but but other people absolutely, and how you go approach and sharing, you know. So, so yeah. for example, you just told like, me a story recently of a family member who told another family member. You need to work on your marriage when this no, person. No, you need to fix your marriage. Or you need to go fix your marriage. Uh, whereas, you know, this this family member is potentially seeking a divorce, and and uh, there's there's a lot of stuff there that that the other family member knows nothing about. So, anyway, because they don't live here and they don't know, they're not in relationship. There's a difference between being a family member and being in relationship with someone. Yeah, and even then, even if you're in relationship. I would go to your argument. It's like, listen, it, you, I agree. Not it, you don't necessarily have the right to speak into somebody's life. It's it's. I agree. As I've learned, you don't I, coach without you, permission. You don't coach without permission. Absolutely. And that there's an exception. Again, I believe for parents when up until a certain age, and and that I mean, we we didn't actually seek your parents' approval or authorization for anything. We mm-hmm. never once said, hey. Uh, we're, you know, we need you to approve, uh, Stephanie and I to get married. It's like, Hey, we're getting married one week after Stephanie turns 18. Here's how it goes. <laughs> that was it. You know, it's like, I mean, by the way, it's not like people are saying, don't do this. You're making a huge mistake. They're just well, like, our parents didn't say that. No, other people other, <laughs> some other people said that, but, but our parents were very supportive of our relationship that they didn't they had questions about how long it would last mm-hmm. but you know i wonder if they took bets i don't know <laughs> my dad lost ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know what's funny is is um you and i both have a mutual friend that we see once a month and this friend one day was just chatting with me and it's like yeah i don't like the pastor of that church and i'm like why not just something about him creeps me out you know the the fact that he was such and such age and when he was dating the girl that's now his wife she was 16 and there's just something about that that creeps me out and and i don't know that i could actually like go and that that just creeps me out and i'm like hmm interesting okay and i did <laughs> i said to answer that? I, I said nothing more uh but she seemingly has no no qualms about you know me and she you know i guess what she doesn't know doesn't won't hurt her she listens sometimes so maybe she'll know now <laughs> oh well there you go does she listen to this she does sometimes oh yeah. well hi this person so but yeah long time yeah Fun stuff. So we talked, uh, we went out to dinner and we talked about some accomplishments. So first of all, we've raised. Oh, we're going to go through them. Is that okay? Sure. I mean, unless you have something else you want to talk about. No, I just, I didn't know that you were going to. Heck yeah, let's brag, babe. Let's brag. Let's tell people how awesome we are. (laughs) We do that every week. (laughs) 
I don't know if we do that. I think we sh- I think we sh- we are incredibly vulnerable about just how awkward we are. I think so. Um we we raised three incredible humans. Three very awesome, respectful young adults that I'm proud to call my children. I am proud to call them. Well, I'll leave the little one out for now, my friend. And that's because I'm still raising her. Gotcha. I can't really call her my friend for a couple more years. Yep. And and I believe that. Like, I'm still parenting that. Yeah. I, lo- I love each of my kids exactly the way that they are. Uh, their imperfections, their characteristic traits that I love and admire so much. The ones that kind of press a button or used to. Let's just say that. Used to press all sorts of buttons within me and all of this other stuff. But when it's all said and done, I, I mean they're incredible Mm -hmm. and I don't take all the credit for that. I don't take very much credit for that. Um, Stephanie has done an incredible job, but I I think it more than anything, I think it's, it's been, it's been, (laughs) there will be very few people who will understand this. It's the fact that we chose not to grow our kids God's way. (laughs) (laughs) Although for a time we thought we had to try. Um, and we're and sorry, that, Megan. And I think that, and Matthew. He, and Matthew, he, he but was, Matthew was, was so small, he didn't know. I mean, he's not that much younger than her. Okay. Um, By the way, so, can you explain what that means? So, the yeah. fact that we chose not to so grow I, our kids I, I God's was, way? I was working on it. So we went through this class. Um, let me preface this by saying that I always, I've said this in many podcasts. I always wanted babies. It's like, I always wanted to have babies. And then I had a baby. I loved it. She's fantastic. She just, she cuddles and she cries a lot and <laughs> she stops crying a lot if you cuddle, like, which is still, which is still true. <laughs> and, um, but then she started getting bigger and her own personality was like as big as mine. And I'm like, whoa. And uh, it was, it was a lot of your personality <laughs> I'll too. I know what to do with this one. <laughs> and now you know how I feel. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what, what I do now. I wanted a baby, not a Megan. I don't know what to do. And you got a mini me. So we had quite a few years of, um, head challenge in the challenge in the beginning of parenting Megan. And we thought that the answer was this class that was offered at our, at our local congregational gathering. And it was called Growing Kids God's Way. By Gary and Anne-Marie Ezzo. Right. And so we did this class. And I will tell you that there are, there are some things that we implemented that gave our kids a level of respect that they still have now. Yes. But there are also things that I would watch in these videos and be like, well, that's just not a problem for me. If a kid is at the doctor's office and he is more comfortable with his feet on the top of the chair and his head hanging over the seat, but he's not making any commotion, I don't see the point in making him turn around and sit proper. But that's just my personality. That's just me. And so there there were fundamental things that that just weren't working for me. My, they they lost me at you have to if you want to be a good child of God, even as an adult, you take your cart from the parking lot of the grocery store all the way into the shopping cart corral inside the store, no matter how far away you park. Right. And no, the corrals in the parking lot for shopping carts is not enough. Your duty, your responsibility as a child of God is to return the cart where you found it. I think we got bigger responsibilities as a child of God. But but so there were fundamental things. I will say that I take a cart from the corral, use it during my shopping, and return it to the corral. So I'm not adding a cart per se. I I take a cart from inside the store. I shop. And you leave it I in the corral. I leave the cart in the corral. Yes, you're not and a heathen he, who leaves it in the And do you want to know something? <laughs> those five kids that are out there pushing those carts in. They need in, that job. You're welcome. Right. They need that job. So anyway. I'm adding to the economy. There were fundamental things that <laughs> we did not, we agree, did not with. agree with. 
but there are things that that helped along the way. One of my favorite things that I learned in that class that I still use now with adults and and teenage children is that rather than saying just no or don't do that, explain why. And and I can only think of this one re- this one example because it was the example in the video that we that we watched. But it was like if you're telling your children not to run in church, don't just tell them not to run in church. Tell them you can knock down an elderly woman, or you can knock down a woman with a baby, or you like there are there are specific reasons why you shouldn't run in public. Yeah, and um, the answer can't be so, because I'll be angry with you, or there'll be punishment from right. mom and dad. Because then. The whole thing is I'll be I'll be at my best behavior and not run at church as long as I uh, feel that there's a possibility that mom and dad will find out. Right. And therefore, if the only reason that they're trying not to run in church, then is I just need to, to not avoid get your, your your punishment or your correction, then they'll they'll. If you're not around and they know that you're not around, well, gosh, I, I'm free to run at church now. So there are things that that I changed. And and um, into yeah, there, my it, own style it, of parenting, but there were fundamental things that I could not get on board with. Clearly, Cliff was ended at the carts, but mine mine went mine went a little deeper. Mine went at performance based parenting. My, but that, my, where I drew the line, I don't is, think you had that language yet. You didn't have that performance based language yet but it but my my but that the spirit is inside was. of me said there's something about this i'm not perfect why should i expect my children to be perfect yep and there's something about this that there's re that it just seemed like there was reward and punishment or there was re- no room for grace there there was no room for grace and it's like this just Man, the way that they're trying to teach me to have my children behave makes me feel a lot about how the church is trying to get me to behave so that I can please my father in heaven. Right. And wow. So it, anyway. it was there was a lot and and this this was the place where I learned the language prohibitive conscience yes it is it's like man i i i feel like i'm always in trouble in trouble it's like man if you call my name it's like oh what did i do now right oh my gosh i'm in trouble and so and so while we went through we we graduated from that class (laughs) and then we and then we turned around and taught it and so (laughs) i mean we were ingrained in that for a while but it just it just didn't sit well with my heart and so we took lessons from it we adopted things into our own, but it was very important to Cliff and I. I'm just lumping him in because I'm assuming this is correct. That we raise our children to be who God created them to be. Not who we thought the church needed them to be. Yeah. It, it, yes. And the and, and I I agree with your statement because I know your heart about exactly what you mean when when you say it that way. And and the language that I would use to say what I think is the same thing that you are saying is that I believe that you and I wanted to raise our children in freedom to explore yes who they are. Yes. And who they feel called to be in this world and we certainly could care less what the church thinks they ought to be yes yes so so and, if you, co- have, if you come into have, our home if you had if you had a quote-unquote hidden camera with sound in our home <laughs> i apologize in advance it's gonna be loud and it's gonna be you would hear some what might be perceived as incredibly inappropriate conversations among our kids or from we our have kids real and stuff conversations like that. I w- so we had a conversation like two weeks ago and then I was talking to my sister about it um like the next day and just how proud we were of our kids and and 
where they are and the, the things that we've made it this far and these things haven't happened. And, and I was like, and I don't like, I didn't do anything all that special. Like I extended grace and I allowed freedom and I, you know, and so my, my sister, Samantha looks at me and she says, you talked to your kids. And that's the truth. I always made this a safe place to have a conversation yep. about anything. And if I don't know the answer or I don't understand the situation, I will try to learn and and adapt and and grow with them. And um, this has always been a free place of open communication and yeah. dialogue. And um, anyway, so that's our first accomplishment. And we just... It's our biggest accomplishment. Quite it is. Honestly. I, I think so. I think I think it's one of the biggest accomplishments that we've uh, contributed to the world. Is is three young adults that are going to go out and do incredible things. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just I love who they are. I, I mean, anybody who knows them are it, it's a, it's a joy to to know them. And mm-hmm. I think that that's awesome. Yep. I think the second biggest accomplishment would be Ravenscraft Enterprises. This business would be our second biggest accomplishment. Yeah, I, I think I would. maybe the third because the first would be marrying, being married for twenty five years. <laughs> the second would be the amazing people that we yeah, created. But, but and not just uh, yes, and and I would say being married for twenty five years, but actually having the relationship that you and I have mm-hmm. twenty five yes, no, years into yeah. our marriage. Is, when I say being, that's yes. what I mean. I understand that that means different things for different people. Yeah, and and quite frankly, I that. I have as much fun with you today as I ever have, mm-hmm. and I, I I love it. I I love our relationship. I love the fact that as an introvert, I can go and spend a lot of time out on my own. I I can go out of town on a on a retreat. You can go out on a town on a retreat. I mean, there's, but but we have never looked to avoid one another. Uh, we always have fun together. Um, th- there are times when uh, I'm annoying to you. There, there are very rare occasions that you would be annoying to me, but I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But I, I, I do know that in 25 years, there's been a handful <laughs> of times that I'm I've been annoyed. I'm pretty sure there's a letter in the safe. Yeah. That... yeah, but the thing is, is I just love it. I love our relationship. I love, I love us. And and you know what I I enjoy is is I think I have a greater understanding of what it means and the two become one. And that doesn't mean that we're not two separate individuals because we are, mm-hmm. but we are one. And I so we're we're the same, but individuals. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, there's another way of saying it, and I can't think of it right now. Okay. Anyway, so yes, the 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 what has happened through. Hey, do you want a podcast with me about this TV show Lost? <laughs> My answer was still no. <laughs> you said yes. My first answer was no. You, was it? Wasn't it? I don't. I was think like, so. I don't think. I don't. No, nobody's going to listen. That's ridiculous. And then through that conversation, by the end, I was at a yes. But I don't remember that at was all. Was my first answer yes? Maybe I, it was. I just think, I think you, I'm pretty I mean, we've sure already, you we've, shocked me and just said, sure, why not? Okay, then my internal dialogue was a definitely <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, it was so long ago, I don't remember. But I just remember it's like, I here we are. We're That's podcasting. as far back as like our wedding, right? <laughs> <laughs> no concept of time here, baby. <laughs> Like we just started this podcast three minutes ago, right? Uh, no. no. <laughs> All right. So yes, there's that. We paid off over eighty thousand dollars in debt. Which there was a season of our life for the gosh for nine years. I I thought we would never, never. be debt free. Never. And I'll, I remember, <laughs> I remember you telling me where I could take Dave, uh, where I could put Dave Ramsey's book. I'm pretty sure I said where you could shove it. <laughs> yep. And it wasn't the book. It was Dave Ramsey. And, uh, yep. And so, but you still went. But we stuck it out. Yeah. I I, I still went. I did all of the steps. I said, let's go down to this work, this half day or whatever uh, total money makeover weekend. It's down in Louisville. Mm -hmm. And we drove down there and Dave was on stage and. Tied in chains. 
he yep and that that changed it mm-hmm. we came back and started working on our uh baby emergency our fund or thousand dollar yeah thousand dollar emergency fund we built that up and started i just the, told megan that Three weeks ago, she's like, what do I need to, what do I need? Like, I'm ready to start thinking about my budget post-college and I need to talk to you and dad about what becomes my responsibility financially. Everything. Right. But (laughs) she needs a, she wants a, she wants an itemized description of what everything means, you know? And, um, so she can get a picture of, of, of what it's going to look like. And she's like, but in, in this last year of college, what should I be where I said, your number one priority is a thousand dollars in an emergency fund. Yep. I said, eventually you'll want to get to where you are three to six months of your income in an emergency fund. That way, if anything happens, you have money to hold you over. But right now, $1,000 for an emergency. Yep. So anyway, I may have told you where to shove him, but now I'm shoving him on other people. There you go. Uh, So... Yeah, so we the house that podcasting built was a pretty big accomplishment. Yes. And paying for uh, things with cash, like all the furniture in this home with cash, uh, our European our vacation trip, for yeah. ca- with cash, um, paying for a number of cars with cash, paying for college with cash. Yep. There was there was one year where I took out a parent student loan with the federal government right after Free the Dream 2018 because that left us hurting. <laughs> that that financially it left us hurting. Yeah, and uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, it, but in 2020 we paid it off in full. So uh, yeah, it was was that for the fall of 2018 and the spring of 2019. I don't know, baby. Or, Does it matter? I don't no, no, it doesn't. I was just trying to figure it out in my head, but okay. But it's paid off. Yep. So uh, we hosted. We have hosted two incredibly awesome, free the dream, full production conferences, life transformational for every person there, <laughs> where people have traveled from all over the world to attend. That's pretty cool. People who many people from. Australia, people from France, from Germany, from, uh, is there other countries? Where did you say? Oh, uh, where's Guillaume from? I don't know. Oh my gosh. How do I not know where Guillaume's from? But he came as well. And is it, I don't know if it's Switzerland. Anyway, I I apologize. I I know Guillaume's probably going to be listening to this. So he sold his motorcycle to come to Free the Dream. Yes, he did. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Wow. Anyway, so, it, it, I mean, and then all over the United States, in Canada, incredible. Uh, just those, the and, and I'm looking forward to when the, the potential of events coming back at some point in the next decade. Yes. Um, I, I'm not rushing. You're not rushing, but. I have to leave to get Jane in a few minutes. Oh, okay. So. Are we so, going to read this entire list is what I'm asking. Well, I'm almost at the list. At oh. the list. So this is, we'll just, how about this? We'll just, this episode will just be about 25 years and we That's can cool. do our other, because there are only other two topics. Right. Uh, but here's the other thing that you and I have done is we had b- dreamed before we ever dreamed of the Free the Dream conference, you and I dreamed of having a marriage conference. We did. And we did Free the Dream conference first. But then we did host a very awesome uh, thriving marriage workshop weekend here in our home where how many? Five couples? Five couples, I think. The Bellamy's, yes. Lipsky's, Mullins. So. Yeah. Three. Uh, Arnold's mm-hmm. and us. And is there one other couple that was there? I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Was there another? I can't co- even remember who you said now. Oh my goodness! Frank and Gina, Danny and Christine, Brian and Vicky. Who did I? Ju- now I just missed one that I said before. Jason, Jason and, and Teresa. Those are. I know those four were there. I think. Was I it those know. four? Anyway, so but that that was an incredible experience. It's like, hey, let's let's do this, and we we did, and we it's like that was that was incredibly awesome. Um, oh, you and I have produced, created, 
an incredible amount of entertaining, educational, encouraging content <laughs> that makes a difference. An inspirational content that makes a difference. A lot, a lot, a lot. Thousands, thousands of podcast episodes together, yeah. you and I. Thousands. Thousands. Got it. Just saying. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. We did a Disney community, Disney dream cruise. That was fun. Do you know that that led to so many things? Mm-hmm. The fact that you and I just hosted that cruise got the the attention of the co-founder of Blog World, who then invited me to come tell that story. I became the director of podcasting for that annual event. Oh my gosh, so many things. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of accomplishments. And a you lot. know what? We've done a lot. We're just getting started. Right. You you watch what happens after our all three of our kids are graduated. You watch what happens. Two years. Yeah. So think- Well, less than two years because it's currently August and she'll graduate in May. We we just getting warmed up, aren't we? Yep. The world ain't seen nothing from the Ravenscrafts yet. Y'all gonna see Cliff and Stephanie and our pup everywhere we go. Yep. So uh, list of places we've been is another thing that I like. That the experiences that we've had together. We've been we've had the privilege of going to Barbados. Last week we talked about the Sandy Lane Resort. We did. So that was incredibly awesome. And I got to, while you were doing spa treatments at the Sandy Lane Resort. I think I did one spa treatment. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It was one afternoon at the spa while I was taking a tour of the island of Barbados. Yeah. And I can remember that tour right now as clear as day. I, we drove right past Oprah's house on the island as well. Uh, but I but toured the entire island. That was that was awesome. Uh, we've been to many of the British Virgin Islands. The only ones that I re- I think St. Nevis was one. St. Lucia definitely was. We talked about the fact that we had the best banana we've ever tasted in our life. V- like right like Cliff off of had the-, the best banana. I didn't like bananas at the time. So, so I, you didn't I eat had- that banana? No, I had pineapple. Oh, baby, I promise you if you would have eaten that banana, I don't care if you didn't like it or not, or it- didn't like bananas, this was different. Not it was ripe then, off of the. Do you call it the vine or the tree or whatever? Anyway, it was. It was. It. Yeah, it was a whole different level of banana. <laughs> Nothing has ever come close. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Kitts. Oh, oh, by the way, in Saint Lucia is also where we went to this little pizza place. Uh, and that I have way, a picture with the bottle of orange soda. Yeah, or the, whatever. It was I'm an orange a Fanta. Bandana. And you, do you have that picture? Somewhere. I'd love to have that picture. I'd love to like put it in my office here. Okay. I'm eventually going to finish organizing my office. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just going to stay like that. Eventually it'll get done. So, um, yeah, so th- so many awesome things. Quebec City, Canada. We went there with Grange Life Insurance. We did a reenactment of a, I think, a 17th century ball or something like that. Yeah, that dress was so ball. heavy. Yep. Had so much funny, fun, funny, funny. We so had much, so much fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, that's where McKenna was in. Uh, was created. Created. <laughs> uh, we we talk about Jane the fact that uh, we brought her back as a gift from Canada. From Canada, yes, but yeah. no, that does not make her Canadian. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We have been to Saint Martin. Have I have you and I have been to Saint Martin twice, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, yes, 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 because yes, we. Because the first time I didn't get off the boat, <laughs> you didn't. Isn't that is Saint know. Martin the one where McKenna was one. sick, or was that? I don't remember. So in two thousand eleven. Okay, so maybe you've no only concept been once. of time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So we've been to Saint Martin, uh, and I know you've been there. You've been there at least once. Because we went to the nude beach with Paula Foster. Right. <laughs> and uh, that, that's on St. Martin. That's which is, a whole other story. But I've, uh, yeah, that's a whole other story, Steph. So, and you've got to leave in how many minutes? No, I wasn't going to tell it. I'm just saying that's a whole other story. <laughs> yep. Um, but we've, we've been to St. John's. We've been to a lot of the U.S. Virgin Islands. We've been, been on a, a lot of 
Barbados or um, Bahamas mm-hmm. Islands. Great Exuma, Great Exuma uh, was... in and of itself was one where we took McKenna as an infant. Landing the airplane on that runway when in Great you, Exuma. When you have when you have this Grange trip planned, and you're like, "Oh, I have a newborn, and I'm still breastfeeding. Can she come along?" <laughs> They're like, "Sure, why not?" Yep. And uh, we've been to Puerto Rico so many times, and we've been to Myrtle Beach with my parents. That was a fun vacation. We've the we have been spoiled by Grange Life Insurance with Disney. We really have, and our kids are feeling the. I mean, you've been out of insurance for thirteen years now, something like right? that. Yeah, and and they're feeling the loss because we no longer go to Disney every other year. Yep, it was all expenses paid on on Grange Life. That was pretty sweet. Anyway, we've been to we we used to go to Universal. Uh, we've been to Chicago a couple of times. Dallas. We've you and I have walked on fire. Yes, we have. At a Tony Robbins event, uh, we've been to Boston in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we have. We go to Nashville all the time. So much so that every so many people believe that I live in. I just got an email. People do believe you live in Nashville. Email from Aaron uh, Crawley. He says, "Cliff, I just so happen to be at the end of August. I'm going to be in Nashville. I'd love to have lunch with you while I'm there." And I said, "Aaron, it's about four and a half hour drive for me, but I don't know. Maybe." (laughs) He says, "No way. I thought you live in Franklin." I'm like, "Yeah, a lot of people think that." Yes. Um. No, even if we move to Nash to Nashville, even if we move to Tennessee one day, it won't be in Nashville. No, I I have a I have a vo- vlog post about why I will never move to Franklin, Tennessee, or surrounding area. Traffic. Mm-hmm. No, has nothing to do. I, I will. People roll out the red carpet for me there. It, I, know. I love you being need, an honor. I know. Guest. I know your ego can't handle it. Oh come on, whatever. It's it. I just like the fact that's what it is. Okay, call it what it is. That's fine. Um, let's see here. What else is there? Why do I have Baltimore, North Carolina? Or oh, it's Biltmore. That's why. Uh, the number. Okay, so the Smoky Mountains is a fond place for us. I think it's more of a fond place for me than it is for Stephanie, though. I don't not like the Smoky Mountains. Okay. Maybe we need to sit down and have a real conversation about that. Okay. Off mic. Off mic. Fair enough. Uh, San Diego. Yes. As a family, we, as a family, we, we all um, we all flew to San Diego. I mean, if Mike wants to work around my school schedule again and make it during spring break, which is what happened, that was yeah. that the first year, I think or so. Second, I don't know, but it it landed on spring break, and we we all went to packed San Diego. up, and we all five went to San Diego. We went to Sea World that year, and we went to the San Diego Zoo. We went to the San Diego Zoo. We went to San SeaWorld because I know I went to SeaWorld in San Diego. I have not I been to SeaWorld in San Diego. Oh, well, or the, have I? We yes, you have because I would have never gone. I've never. I've only been to SeaWorld okay. once. All right, got it. And I can't imagine that I would go to SeaWorld by myself because that does not sound appealing by any stretch. I just of don't remember it being in San Diego. That's all. I don't think that we would if if the only other place that I know that there is a SeaWorld that that you that we would have gone to as a family would be Orlando. That's and I can't imagine the Ravenscrafts spending a day in Orlando not going to a Disney park or going to a Universal park. If your youngest child is obsessed with things that live in the ocean, you do that no matter what city you're living. Yeah, I just don't remember it ever happening in Orlando. Okay. I don't remember it happening in San Diego. This is fun. But we remember. But Pictures we, will be investigated. But we do both remember <laughs> we going do to SeaWorld, right? Going. Yes. That's all. That's all that matters. Okay. So, uh, our Colorado. Do you have to leave now? Yeah, I got to go. All right. Well, We've been right. lots of places. We have. That's it. That's everything, people. We've, we've done lots of places, and we, we've done lots of things. We didn't even talk about Scotland, London, the Isle of Wight, you, Wales, you, Paris, the Netherlands, Disneyland, Paris, the Louvre, the Eiffel Tower. <sighs> you vaguely mentioned that we paid for our Europe trip with cash. 
But our Europe trip was two weeks. Do you know how many things we could talk about? Okay. Just insert the podcast when we returned from Europe. <laughs> We've already talked about all of that. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing that we were able to do that. It was. Hey, uh, you can go ahead and say goodbye and leave. Okay. And what I'm going to do is do the little housekeeping here to let people know gotcha. some of the other stuff that they can find at gspn.tv. Right. So say your goodbyes. Are you all dying? <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. I look Bye-bye. I Bye-bye look, now. I look forward to our next 25 Adios. years together. See you later. I love you, baby. I have to memorize that. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. All right. So real quickly here, I want to let you know about all the things that are going on at gspn.tv. And since the last episode of this podcast, there have been a couple episodes of what is called the Train with Cliff audio program. This is my behind-the-scenes podcast where I share uh, my personal life, my professional life, and all of the details, uh, mainly a ton of stuff about all the decisions I make about my business and and things like that, Uh, things that I'm learning, studying, how I'm growing, books that I'm reading, spiritual journey, all, I mean, like really uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that I typically wouldn't say just in a public podcast, uh, people pay $10 a month to have access to that program. It's a great way to support the content that Stephanie and I produce as well. You can check it out at trainwithcliff.com, trainwithcliff.com. Also, uh, some new a new show just recently launched called Podcast Answer Man. Uh, in fact, you may have heard of Podcast Answer Man before. I started a podcast called Podcast Answer Man in December 2006 did 438 episodes of Podcast Answer Man until I rebranded it The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. That's the name of the show today. But when I did that, I knew that one day I'd come back and relaunch an all-new podcast starting from scratch called Podcast Answer Man. And I did that just recently. In fact, it was August 16th. So uh, it was the day before our 25th wedding anniversary. So I did episode one and episode two. If you are a podcaster, if you've ever thought about creating a podcast, you want to check it out, podcastanswerman.com, or you can search for all of these in your favorite podcast directory. Also, want to let you know about the Community Voice Podcast. This is a podcast that was launched, I think, back in 2008 and did 32 episodes of this show over a period of time, and then it just kind of got put to the side, but recently relaunched the Community Voice with Casey Price and Rick Lindbergh, two members of the Next Level Mastermind. Uh, If you haven't ever heard of the Community Voice, I would encourage you to start with episode 33 and 34 and move your way forward. If you want to go back and check the archives, those are more than a decade older Uh, But the first 32 episodes are there as well. And I'm going through those myself. It's called The Community Voice. And you can find that at communityvoicepodcast.com. That was produced this past week. Also, I have another show called Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. This is a free podcast that you can find just this is actually listed at gspn.tv. It's the quickest way. I don't think I actually have a URL for that podcast alone yet, but I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to get me a URL that I could just say real quickly here. Hold on one second. Hey, Leo, sit, buddy. She's not coming right back. She had to go get uh, McKenna from work. So you need to sit. Hey, Leo, sit. Okay. No jumping. No. Thank you. That's a good boy. Sit. Okay. So, um, Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, I just put out my 16th podcast episode, and it's where I basically answer people's questions and give insights on how to do coaching as a career, but to do it profitably, where you can make an incredible living doing this coaching that you want to do, where you want to speak into people's lives. And so I just put out the 16th podcast episode of that. It's titled The Potential Danger of Coaching at capacity and how to avoid it. So somebody asked me the question, hey Cliff, what do I do if somebody says, hey, I'd like to work with you, but I am pretty much at capacity with the in, a number of clients that I can serve or that I want to serve? And so my answer to that question is in episode 16. It's a pretty powerful episode. So, uh, and because, and what I plan on doing 
at the end of Family from the Heart and the end of all of my shows is to let you know what's been produced since the last time I came to the microphone and or that Stephanie and I have come to the microphone. But there were other shows that I would want to let you know. The Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast has been relaunched and that I would encourage you to just start with episode 135 of that if you're interested. That's over at encouragingotherschristcom All of these shows, by the way, everything is listed over at gspn.tv. And the Twilight Saga podcast is, is under production again. Stephanie and I will probably record our next episode of that here in the next couple of days. Uh, the Lord of the Rings fan podcast is a brand new podcast, and so... Uh, you might want to check that out, lordoftheringspodcast.com. Just check out gspn.tv if you haven't done so in a while. That's what I wanted to share with you. And of course, if you own your own business and you feel like, hey, you know what? I, I really feel the weight of that phrase, it's lonely at the top. I wish I had a group of other business owners who understand what it's like to live life at this level, to face the kind of decisions that I need to face as a business owner. I wish there were other business owners that I could bounce ideas off of. You know, it's like, hey, I'm thinking about launching this product, thinking about launching this service. What do you guys think about this idea? And getting feedback from people who have done these things in their businesses. Uh, if you'd like to do life with other people who have a lot of education, experience, and expertise in running a business, and a lot of skills, talents, and abilities that go great into running a business, and you'd love to do life with those people, it's called the Next Level Mastermind. I encourage you to check that out. It's over on my website, cliffravenscraft.com. Click the Work With Me tab. And of course, even if you don't have your own business, if you ever thought about starting your own business, you wish you could turn something you love into a full-time career, you wish there was some way you could transform any area of your life, but you just seem to be stuck. The the life you feel called to live is just, it, it seems like it's always just out of your grasp. Well, I do one-on-one coaching as well. Again, just check out my personal website, cliffravenscraft.com. Click on that Work With Me tab. And until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and surround.